1: This is the one and only T-Quest. You are tuned into the T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Special shout out to all my listeners. You guys know I love you so freaking much. Why? Because as a rumor has that you guys enjoy my show and for all my new listeners, I appreciate you guys because that means someone was smart enough to tell you about the show or I'm doing my job that makes you more intrigued to actually check it out for yourself. If this is your first time a part of the platform, make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at TQuest Download that TQuest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store. Sign up for my mailing list on my website, godlovingworld.com. And you know on the contact list where you can um, check out some of my services so I can be here to cater to your every need. And remember, um, it's all about music artists. So make sure you go stream our music. Now that I've taken advantage of my own platform, it's only right to share it with someone else. And today we have a special guest. We're gonna dig into her story and find out what makes her so amazing, ladies and gentlemen. Let me introduce to you Nicole K.
0: Yeah. hi! <laughs> How you doing, girlie? I'm
1: good. How are you?
0: Doing well. You know, trying to maneuver through the pandemic as we all are, I imagine. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm very happy to be on your show thank you for asking me to be a
1: part of this Absolutely. <laughs> all right so let's jump right on in tell the people who you are where you're from
0: okay i am nicole k i am from arkansas i know how mm-hmm. I- Mm-hmm. um anyway, in a small town called cross which you probably never heard of um mm-hmm. but nevertheless i live here in little rock of course and i am an on-air personality hello i am an on-air personality here at 96.5 96.5 the box mm-hmm.
1: so um, i'm on
0: on the weekends and my show is from 2 a.m to 2 uh, excuse me 10 a.m till 2 p.m so okay. um about me i am probably not uh, one of the younger people that you are accustomed to being uh, here on air nowadays. I'm 35, but going on 25. So
1: I know that's right.
0: (laughs) Still young. Uh, I am married. uh, Five boys. Don't ask me how. Uh, But nevertheless, uh, I'm just a regular snaggler type of person who has had some pretty cool opportunities. But uh, at the same time, man, uh, I'm in my career. uh, I also have another job with agriculture. So that's a whole nother entity. But I think we want to maybe stick on the entertainment side. Mm -hmm. Uh, But nevertheless, hey, I'm a jack of all trades. Uh, Nothing's off limits. So, hey, what's up?
1: How y'all doing? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, just from that intro alone, <laughs> you know, it makes you want to ask so many questions. So what I like to do, oh, they're just showing you so much love today.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, let everybody.
1: <laughs> what I like to do is start with my favorite question is, back in the day when we were younger, we all had an assignment, when I grow up, I want to be. Remember? Right. What yeah, did, I you yes,
0: I do. Yes. Um, well, believe it or not, when I was young, I was actually somewhat of what you would call a nerd. So I wanted to be a physical therapist initially, um, anything in the medical field. Uh, Actually, that followed me all the way until I I got to uh, University of Arkansas, Pine Bluff, shout out to UAPB Golden Lions, um, until I got out there. And I said, I don't see myself going to school another eight years. Like this is not going to work for me. Mm -hmm. So what was my other niche? Well, I was a people person. I am a people person. Um, And for some reason, people, automatically gravitate to me I mean I again I'm a people person so that means I have or I have the ability to be a a nice person Mm -hmm. and a a kind of a approachable person absolutely so for that reason I chose to do mass communication and that is what led me to where you see me now um but yeah I I did I was actually a nerd a lot of people like what yeah (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, I love it because that reminds me of my own story. I grew up a nerd and I wanted, well, I always wanted to be in the entertainment industry. I always knew I was going to be an entertainer, but outside of that, I wanted to go to school for psychology. Like, mm-hmm. when they was talking about how many years, I'm like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm going to switch that really quickly and then keep it moving. So I totally understand. But clearly, I can tell automatically that you picked the perfect profession, you know, because you are... All I see is life, (laughs) vibrant, energy, and that's what you need as a radio personality, you know, as a public figure, because I tell people, I've been doing radio for um, almost eight years now, Yeah, and I've seen so many different people, and nowadays, since the pandemic is going on, there's so many people that's trying to jump in, right? And they're getting their own radio shows and um, podcasts and everything, right, and kudos to everyone doing their thing but just because you have the platform does not mean that this is what your niche is you know right <laughs> i know you see a lot of a lot of people just sitting there like yo what up everybody you know we just here chilling i'm like nobody wants to watch that <laughs> let, me you, let me interrupt you but when they did it,
0: I, I ranked them actually on Facebook Live right now. So, but um, when they made it available for you to be able to see people in real time—no point intended—we just talked about that earlier. Wink, wink. But um, like, yeah, when they made that available, I was like, some of these folks don't need to be on live because there's no life in you. Like, nobody just wants to sit there seeing you smack on your gum
1: Mm -hmm.
0: or picking your teeth or just looking Mm -hmm. out of the window like,
1: no, have something to say. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's the sad part. I'm just like, I'm not hating, but don't be shocked when I don't watch you, especially the ones that have the one viewer. I'm like, are we on a date?
0: Right, because
1: it's just you and
0: I. <laughs> you no. know. You have on social media you <laughs> hit it. You know, you actually click on it, like if you're in your phone and mm-hmm. I just have it on and you actually get on somebody's live you're like, oops, I'm sorry. Bye.
1: Yeah, exactly. They're like, yo, yo, whatever. I saw you on my live. I was like, yeah, you know, I was there to support. Mm. <laughs> Fr, I, I, I'm like, okay, yeah. Mm. It's so bad. And I'm just like, not trying to judge people, but just because there's a platform does not mean you know what you're doing. Exactly, you know, it's called a radio personality for <laughs> a reason because you're on the radio and you're supposed to have personality, you know. But I'm just like, you know, what? To each his own. But I won't be a viewer or a listener, and it's nothing against you. Just I have to make sure I'm watching something or listening to something that I will want to be a fan of you know, but everyone just don't have it like that. So when it comes to you and doing the radio and I love you say you're on from 10 to two. So that's a four hour block. Like, how does that work? What is your um, your layout when it comes to the four hours? Are you with a DJ? Are you going back and forth or what's the layout?
0: Well, luckily it's just, um, right now on Saturdays, um, we're looking to kind of expand that on Sundays. Um, I have to check with my programming director on that, but um, it's You know, a four hour block, which I mean, if you've been in radio, commercial radio, that is. And I want to distinguish the difference between that um, because you have just like yourself, you have um, several different avenues out here that you can get on. You can broadcast. Right. Um, What I do uh, is on an actual station that plays on your radio uh, that you can pick up on FM. Mm-hmm. So um, for that reason, there is a regular format that you should have, and I'm not going to go through that because I could talk hours on that. But in a four hour block, mm-hmm. um, you should at least have at least maybe four to five five breaks in between that time, and that's kind of pushing it. But I like to do weather. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have at the top of the hour, of course, is the billboard, which is the explanation of what I'll be talking about for that hour. Mm-hmm. So during that billboard. Um, Whatever my topics are. Usually I try to give at the at the beginning or at the top of the hour, the COVID-19 numbers for our state um, also locally in central Arkansas, because we broadcast, um, you know, you're not familiar, the area. But I would say uh, a good maybe 50 cities or, or more. Um, they can pick up, pick up our signal. OK, for that reason, I like to keep people abreast of those numbers, because that's, you know, the topic that's going on right now. That's what we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. So um, from there, you know, I'll go into um, what we'll have from the the weather, of course. And then we'll have another break uh, at the bottom of the hour. So actually, it's like four breaks. So Mm -hmm. um, at the bottom of the hour, I like to talk about entertainment, uh, anything that's going on. My show is called Around the Way with Nicole K. And um, if I'm telling you, you know, it's not about like, you know, the song song L.O. Cool J, that is my my um, my background music, of course, Mm -hmm. Uh, 80s, baby. That's that's just not my thing (laughs) with my name. But Mm -hmm. when I say around the way, I try to keep our listeners abreast of what's going on around our way. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of and that's not to say I don't touch on uh, the mainstream entertainment because I do. I mean it's relevant, you know, you hear about it. Um but during the week a lot of my coworkers which they may be walking in in a minute cuz another show is getting ready to come on at 3, um the afternoon show, but nevertheless, um I like to touch bases on things that happen with us first. You know what I mean? Like my people that listen to me like, what are some things that's happening in the news that's going to directly affect me? So, um whether that may be some kind of scandal or maybe um something like I said pertinent to them knowing or having having knowledge of i try to make sure that i keep it in that box mm-hmm. um i do have a mix uh by special k dj special k which is a fleet dj <laughs> he definitely holds it down i, I call it the knock them out of the box mix it comes on at 12 during mm-hmm. my show um and it leads into the hip-hop history which i labeled as uh digging in the box crate oh. and basically what my my um my knock them out of the box mix is consisted of uh, are those things that happened on that day when I'm on on air. Mm -hmm. So it's hip hop history, be it, uh, you know, an event that happened or um, a song or an album that may have dropped. Um, But I try to keep it relevant to the history. um, And I I make my list and I make my my whole playlist of those people. So it's pretty cool. It's different. And um, I like to school when I'm on air. So I tell people about a lot of different albums they may not have known about during that segment. Um, I tell them about different events that may have happened that they didn't know about that happened mm-hmm. that day in hip hop. So um, when I, as a whole, as I do my show, I try to educate too, keep it fun mm-hmm. um, and keep it light. Of course, can't really do that with COVID, especially when you're talking about the numbers. But at the same time, um, we are here to inspire. Absolutely. We're here to encourage. Um, We're here to be a part of our community. So um, just to sum it up, you know, everything that I do is for meaning, for purpose and it's for my people. You
1: know, beautiful, beautiful. And I love it. You know, because I tell people um, when it comes to radio, there's always different topics you can touch on. And I get it. Pop culture is popular, clearly, (laughs) because everyone knows the celebrities. I'm like, yes, you know the celebrities, but you see it on social media. You see it on your timeline. You see it on Instagram. We don't always have to talk about on the radio. There's so many other topics that we can touch on. But it takes a professional personality to really touch on other things to really bring out a great show. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you want to drop them jewels for people like, yo, even when it comes to hip hop today, you know, a lot has changed because music is always evolving. I'm like, yeah, but there's some other things I want to drop it to you just in case you don't know. Exactly. You know, because then you have to cater to your listeners because technically... You ain't got no listeners.
0: What you got? Yeah. You, let me tell you what, what inspired me to put hip hop history into. Hey, oh, that's the special K. Everybody knows special K. Yeah, he is the DJ of the <laughs> people. He is um, a yeah, What influenced me to want to implement some type of hip hop history into my show was the fact that did you see that hip hop awards where um, they did a salute to Biggie? uh mm-hmm. um Uh-oh. Other guy, Rich Homie Kwan. Oh gosh, (laughs) (laughs) he gets up there now. Oh gosh, Biggie song, like, come on, this is a legend. This is the thing. When he did that, I said, every anybody who calls himself an artist, let's not even say that a rapper. Mm -hmm. You should study all the greats before Mm -hmm. you get up here and call yourself a rapper. Like, you need to know their lyrics before your own, on, that's how I feel. Because that's the way to pay homage to them, like these people open the doors for you. Mm-hmm. So how can you get on stage, on TV, and not know the lyrics to Biggie's song? Like that, mm-hmm. and if you've noticed, have you ha- heard a lot from, from him lately? No.
1: Yes,
0: this happened? Oh. Okay.
1: <laughs> Moving right on along. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. It's just as awkward when Little Mama was up there with Jay Z and Alicia Keys. Like, what are you doing? Like, what just happened? What <laughs> <laughs> saying, she say? I just felt moved. I'm from
0: New York. I just wanted to get girl. If you know, bubble gum. What she saying? What was I saying? My lip gloss is popping. Back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the audience, boo. You know, it was like awkward moment. Got to be mm-hmm. some of the top, maybe fifty awkward hip-hop moments to happen.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It's so bad. It's so bad.
0: Fight him, man. Mm -hmm. I wanted to jump through that TV and smack the heck out of him. I don't know if I can test on here or not. But yeah, I wanted to jump on there and choke him for that, because I was so
1: Mm -hmm. Now I know in certain situations, they may tell you exactly what song you're going to be performing last minute. But like you said, if you're a hip-hop head, then you should know better, and you should have took more time to learn the song. It's not remember the Jackson Five when they had to sing the national anthem, and they was in a limo practicing it. That? <laughs> that, but that's the part of you being an
0: entertainer—you're on spot, like, mm-hmm. that, and you'll have technical difficulties to happen. I know we do all the time at the station. You have to know how to just, you know, go in and do it. You Absolutely. know, you can sometimes you have to ad lib, you know, but to get on there and not know anything like that's crazy.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It's horrible. Even in the acting culture, they may change your script the morning of. You gotta be ready, and that's why I tell people. Even when it comes to me um, conversing with like multiple artists and stuff, I said artist development is a big deal. You know, because you have to know how to stay ready. You have to know how to um, conduct yourself in a professional setting for um, radio interviews and everything. You have to continue practicing, even as a singer. You may have a great um, vocal ability, but if you don't keep training your vocals, you may lose that stuff. You know, but nowadays it's more about for show and attention and likes and, um, you know, the social media thing. They're not worried about nothing else. They're forgetting Uh, the business side of the instrument. Anything. All the superficial or what they say, the clout, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely. But you know, to each his own. At the end of the day, I can either show you better than I can tell you. Right. I can give advice and hope that you take it. If you don't, it is what it is. I'm still gonna sleep very well at night, you know. And it's gonna That's keep you moving. You know what I'm saying? So, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know much about you, but I wanted to ask you an opinion because I knew, um. Hey! <laughs> um, not too long ago there was a concert that you was a part of Oopsie. Mm-hmm. and I saw some oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, well I hosted that concert shout out to Boosie and uh, that whole team uh, actually um, a good hometown friend of mine Horatio Colon is who put that together um, a promoter here so big ups to them uh, and that's one thing about me if it's anything to do with Uh, My people, where I'm from. I'm there. I'm going to do it. You know, so um, nevertheless, Boosie, of course, is a heavily influenced um, Southern artist, of course, being Mm -hmm. from Louisiana. We're right next door neighbors to to each other. That's I guess that's how we like to coin it. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I got the opportunity to host it. um, And that was on the 7th of November. Mm-hmm. Very good turnout. Um, no major hiccups except this awkward moment. Okay, this has to be one of my, well, not mine, but one I've actually been able to witness firsthand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ever heard of the the artist, Pastor, not Pastor Troy, uh, Play a Fly Okay. in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, big 90s artist back then. Came up with um, A-Ball, MJG and that whole era. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. I, he favorite artist now I I mean I love him as a a rapper but it was not his moment then and what I did not like was when they paused in the middle of you know when Boosie come on it's high energy you know and he's the headliner so with that being said everybody was in Boosie mode at that point nobody wanted to be on play or fly mode and it showed throughout the crowd because Boosie did one more song. He was like, "Man, I have to pause to uh, bring player fly on the stage," and he was just looking around like, "What the hell, you know?" And then after that, you know, after player fly, of course, after the crowd was not gravitating to him, mm-hmm. got back on, did, uh, set it off, and then he left. He was kind of upset after that. So mm-hmm. you know. As a whole, it was a good show that was just the only awkward moment I, I thought it was gonna be a little bit longer because and he planned on it being a little bit longer, but that situation happened which you know proper planning it'll it'll be better next time because Boosie will be back here Absolutely. so um, I was just happy uh to have the opportunity to be able to host that show um uh, mm-hmm. just a little bit more about me just think, i mean you're where are you from Connecticut Oh, you're in Connecticut right now. Shout out to everybody in Connecticut. And well, I mean,
1: actually right now I'm in Indiana. But I'm oh, you in Indiana. Indiana. Oh, you moves around, huh? I mean, okay. wherever I got to go, that's where I be. You never know. I might be Arkansas next weekend. Hey, well, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I did a little bit. Uh,
0: I lived in New York before. Okay. Uh, when I was trying to be the host. I know you remember the whole um, competition of one o six in Park hose. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. one of those people. That's how Ashley Burks shout out to her. She yeah. has been, um, with me a long time. Let's mm. and, and put a lot of things together uh, from press kits to whatever I've needed. So anyway, we did. We worked on that together. We also did a show uh, that was a pilot for MTV called um, it was called Lyrical Quest, but we changed it to Video City. Um, as a whole, the show was supposed to be slated like a one o six in Park, except it was for independent artists okay the countdown music countdown show Mm -hmm. um, for independent artists and of course it's a it's a it was a major deal for us because it's first of all uh to this day it has that has never been done you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and um we're we are still believe it or not um there's some opportunities that have come up pretty pretty lately Mm-hmm. I'll say, and I don't want to say too much because Ashley probably is gonna kick me in my butt for even mentioning this, <laughs> but um, I did want to let you know because you you know took the time out to you know want to interview me first of all, mm-hmm. and, you know, just to remind people of where they may have seen my hey, mm-hmm. where they they have seen uh my face from before, but yeah, I did that. I went to Atlanta after that to do the show for a uh, for uh m t v in atlanta we We taped it there, had a lot of major artists that were on there with us that um shout out to bambi that's my girl she's okay. um her husband of course scrappy um there's so many people i can name probably a half of the production of love and hip-hop i ain't gonna even go down through there but um nevertheless there's been some really good people i met in the industry that i've kept those ties with and still have those ties with to today so um that's just kind of like a synopsis of of what i've done but moving forward here and now you know i am on on 96.5 the box um, if you just if you're not listening to me on, on the weekends, listen to us during the week. I mean, we have a, a stellar lineup. As a matter of fact, um, Hollywood Jade Taylor and Allie Lynn, who Allie Lynn was on um what was the show she was on? What's the uh the gossip, uh, what is it called? The one that comes on TV too and always kind of gets information messed up. TMZ. <laughs> she was she was actually one of the correspondents for TMZ. <laughs> um, so I mean, we have a really big Mia Banks, um, the Night Show with CTC um, mm-hmm. and DJ P Smooth, like all these DJ Kane. He's a he's been in on radio for the, for a long time. He's a Fleet DJ as well, Absolutely. and uh, shout out to all the Fleet DJs. As a matter of fact. But um, but yeah, we have a very killer, killer, killer lineup. Uh, we are a black-owned station. Let me put that out there.
1: Absolutely,
0: yeah. Um, that is something, especially with commercial radio. That is something that we we don't see a lot of, especially in Arkansas. So that's why um we are are on the on the move right now, and I want to mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I put I keep stapling this so you guys will know to listen to us and support us because we're on it right now in a major way
1: absolutely absolutely <laughs> you know i I love seeing a lot of business especially black owned and everything mm-hmm. you know and i try to support people as much as i can i'm like but you got to realize i'm on a lot of stations i record all the time i'm in like almost everything of the industry I try my best to tune in when I can tune in, but I just can't get to everybody. But, you know, I always still try to plug them as much as I can, even with this platform. Mm-hmm. And it actually is going to get you for dropping that on here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm cool with it because I like the exclusives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, for real, because even when I interviewed um one of the producers from Love and Hip Hop, um a couple of weeks ago i was talking to him and i was like so blah, blah, blah. he said you trying to get the exclusive i'm like well, uh-huh. i'm trying to get the ticket <laughs> out uh-huh I, that's so, I'm like mean. give me the exclusive please but you know he a lot of them they tell me little things but just can't tell me everything of course you know because of contracts and stuff but you know mm-hmm. absolutely yes she rocking out in 96.5 the box you know and i got to come out there especially go see you know Special K and everything, represent yeah. DJs. Yeah. You know
0: so you do, whenever you want to come, just let me know. Um, you know, with everything going on with the pandemic things, and especially in Arkansas, I can't speak for other areas, but they're um, locked out at 11 p.m. now. Yeah. So, you know, the Boosie concert was really kind of like a godsend, and it was like right at the, at the right time, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because um, I don't know if we'll be able to do anything like that where, you know, because you don't, who wants to, party until 11 PM. Like, that's just not even realistic. Even looking forward towards the holidays and um, the first of the year, like 11 PM, what are we going to do? So, but it is for our safety. And um, you know, but if you want to come, I will definitely Open you with welcome uh open arms I'll tell my my staff here at the station and maybe we could you know get together and do more things but I am uh, very very happy to be a part of what you're doing right now and thank you again for for having me on
1: absolutely it's always been my pleasure. I really wanted to ask your question about um with the whole concert thing right because we know because of COVID and then once it started everything I shut down and things started to slowly. Open up and then everyone just went crazy going everywhere and they don't even wear their masks and I'm like Does anybody feel comfortable anymore? Does anybody feel safe? Are they just YOLOing out here, you know, because the pandemic is still real so How did you feel with everyone out there just having a good time or was it in the back of your mind like how come people don't have their masks on? I'm just really curious and she was actually in the midst of one of those big concerts with a lot of people there.
0: Okay. So first I will say, thank God that, you know, he blessed me enough to be, to not have it. I did go get a test after the fact, Um, but we did stress. Anytime I got on the mic, I I made sure because they are really strict on it. As far as ABC and CDC, they had people coming in and really monitoring and making sure that those um, safety precautions were were actually being in effect at that moment. Mm -hmm. So, um, But me being me, like I told you, everything that I do, I try to do with the purpose, right? Mm -hmm. So my sponsor, my outfit for my outfit um, when I hosted, it was, um, I was going to say the wrong person, (laughs) a pretty little thing. Okay. And the jumpsuit was unique. Now, when I went to pick out my outfit, I'm like, what can I wear that I know I can wear a mask with? And I know I'm going to have to, you know, keep Pulling up, pulling down. What am I going to wear? Well, I ended up picking an outfit and I posted it actually a few days ago, maybe a week ago at this point um, of the, the outfit that I wore. And it had a mask built into it. Oh, OK, I
1: so that was my
0: way of giving a message without even having to say, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that, that just goes to show you that you know anything that I do, again, is for a purpose and we need to make sure that we are doing our part to keep each other safe. So I did the whole show, except for when Boosie came on, I think I had to pull it down because it was so many people that got on the stage by that point, but um, I had that mask on the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I w- I will not be an advocate and say, uh, you should go out and party anyway, or if that you shouldn't take it serious because this is a serious disease. You know what I mean? Like, let's just be honest. People are dying from it just because you may not be um, a, a person that is affected. You may be a carrier. That is why it is so important that we do small things. You know what I mean? Washing your hands for 20 seconds, um, making sure that you social distance and do that in a safe manner. Of course, six feet uh, or more apart. I think they're saying that it may. I don't know to, i think they're saying that it may actually go above that now or beyond the six foot point but anyway making sure you're doing that mm-hmm. and making sure most of all you're masking up you know what mm-hmm. i mean so absolutely i try to do my part all i can but i can't make grown people do anything so
1: <laughs> no you're absolutely right and i think it's kind of funny i tell people um just looking at it because you know with social distancing i knew all my um events and gigs and tours just stopped, and i'm like you know what if it's gonna save my life, then it, it is what it is, and I'm an entrepreneur, so there's always other avenues. Yeah. We're blessed to have stuff like this where I can do everything pretty much from home, you mm-hmm. know. So it's a beautiful thing, but it's crazy. Um, after that whole George Floyd thing, right? Mm-hmm. And when people started rioting. I felt like people were thinking, like, well. We're going to ride. we're outside, COVID is over. Because that's the way it looked like. Because ever since then, people just out here being reckless as as far as not wearing the mask and stuff. And I'm like, like you said earlier, I'm like, what things I keep reminding people is just because you're not personally affected, I mm-hmm. mean, it's not real. You know, right. I was hearing about deaths almost every day since COVID started. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, look, I get it. Nobody wants to be in the house all the time, but come on
0: real to some of those people who are reckless um, because they are, let's just say what it is Mm -hmm. um, until it starts hitting people at home. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. that is, I think the message that I want to convey. I I was never one of those people because I've been scared of this thing since it came out. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But like you said, the way that God has blessed some people, I was able to have a job where, as you can see, there's not a lot of people in here on the weekends, especially that nobody's here. Mm -hmm. So, I was able to be in a position where I could still work, um, but I could do it safely. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't have that option. But again, um, I had to get in my mind, too, uh, for because my other job now, I do have to go now. We are back in the office, and we're there from 9 to 430, which I'm over here now doing things that they let me do. Hey, y'all. Uh, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, you, you can't be, this is what I'll say. If you're gonna be out and about, you're gonna be active. We know we have to have money to survive mm-hmm. um we know we have to uh be able to support our families and if you have to do that, all I can say is just do it safely, wear your mask, mm-hmm. wear your especially now. I know before it was so hot, wearing a mask is feel like you're suffocating, but now it's getting cold, and to me. I'm like, I sometimes I forget when I go the, out, out of the building and walk to my car and it's cold, I forget that it's off because it feels so good in my face. Uh-huh. You know I mean? So, um, but at the end of the day, we can't live in fear. Uh-huh. I, I don't know what your belief is, but I'm a firm believer in God. Uh-huh. And um, and I pray to him and I make sure that I'm covered. So, um, but we have to do our parts too. We have to cover ourselves. God can cover us, but we have to cover ourselves. You're
1: so, right.
0: Um, just making sure we stress that.
1: Yes, because I think it's kind of funny how they've been teaching us things as a child, how to wash our hands properly. I'm like, y'all still can't get right as adults. Like what is happening? You know, and America is like the worst because one of our sponsors and. Uh, as a agency, and they're like, well, the other countries, they're they're good. They make sure people take tests before they get there. And in America, just being reckless. I'm like, if we keep being reckless, we ain't going to never be out of time enough. You know, but is on. I don't want to dwell on that too much, but I was really wanting to get your opinion and actually out there at some of the events that was opening up,
0: you know, because
1: mm-hmm. I didn't event over the weekend. And, you know, it was like only a certain amount can be in there. But at the same time, I'm just like, nobody got a mask on. <laughs> Everyone's just being free as just, if this stuff is not real. I'm like, you know what? Twitch is on. Hopefully everyone take care of themselves. If you feel, <clears throat> stay away from me, are we are gonna keep it moving, you know? So my question to you, um, as a personality, I know just like me, you've interviewed different people, independent, mainstream artists and stuff. Tell me some of your favorite artists or entertainers that you've um, interviewed or who has inspired you.
0: Um, okay, so favorite, favorite ones that I've interviewed have to be, um, hmm. I've interviewed Jagged Edge. Actually, um, they will know RL was my co-host on one of those tapings for uh, Lyrical Quest. But I that name. yeah, RL from uh next.
1: hmm
0: Okay. And um the twins, of course, and all them from Jagged Edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite though, as far as influential-wise, I'm such a, a I'm, I'm an 80s baby. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh Morris Day is my crush. Okay, okay. Crush. Nothing will ever in life change. Matter of fact, when my husband and I got married, I said, listen, I got this thing for Morris Day that you're going to have to just get over. Um,
1: it is what it is. It is what it is, you know. <laughs>
0: but my, I, I Let me think. Who else have I? I've, I've interviewed so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. My favorite, my favorite, favorite, favorite would have had to have been... Um, mc light okay my favorite because she's one of my her and uh queen latifah those that era they were those strong black females that you know before it was cool to you know show your shape and do this that and other they were the ones who really kicked it off in hip-hop for females so Mm -hmm. um, that was a monumental moment for me for for me to sit down and talk to her and um Mm -hmm. shout out to her she's dope
1: Absolutely. Yeah, they're super awesome. I was um just interview one of their um publicists. They used to work with them when they first started. And he was telling me some of the stories of them like growing up, how I used to be on tour and everything, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, I had an honor to meet her at the international hip hop um event they have in Connecticut every year of course didn't have it this year but yeah and she was the headline i'm like she's super awesome super dope and you have to have love and respect for her just like queen latifah and um you know the way they present themselves as women like this new era if that's what you do to each his own you know but um i like the ones that can really just showcase the talent they're supposed to actually be showcasing which is the music which is the (laughs) lyrical talent
0: That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's such a, if you listen to that music, even today, Mm -hmm. it's a message. You know what I'm saying? Like the the things that they say and the way that they said them, it was just like, damn, this, this girl is on fire. You know what I mean? That you knew that these people were going to be at the plateau and at you know what the level of success that they are today because of, of how they delivered back then, and, and that's the thing that I, I hope and I wish for these new ladies. And at the at the same time, I, I, I'm a I'm such a, a easygoing person, like. Yeah, there's some things I may not agree with, but I'm I'm still going to support them. I'm all for them, and I'm mm-hmm. glad that now we're seeing a lot of a, a shift. Because for a while, no no shade to Nikki, you know what I'm saying? Because I love her as well. Mm-hmm. But now you've seen so many other doors open for female, mm-hmm. you know, uh, lyricists. So I'm I'm so glad that you know that has happened, and it's not just you know male dominated as it was before. Mm-hmm. So
1: um, you know, big ups to all the mm-hmm. ladies that they're doing it. Mm-hmm no i i totally understand and i love that now there's more variety like it used to be back in the day like i know we mentioned about NC light and queen latifah you know we had queen Penn, all of them and then we turn into Foxy, uh, I mean, Eve, Missy. Fox like the evolution of female hip-hop has been beautiful but then when we got to nikki it just stopped as if she was like the only one yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: I said the same actress. thing, like yeah, and then she became the poster child. Like that is what everybody wanted to make their bodies look like. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, the whole s- shift you see now. And we wonder why this is such a fashionable thing. I mean, I'm just saying that's that's pretty much who people you know irrevertently said this is who you need to look like if you want to be taken seriously. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. So,
1: But, you know, it worked to a certain degree. But now we have more female rappers. And there was a few of them that I have interviewed, you know, like Cardi B and them. And um, even some of the newer ones, like some of the ones that started out for, like, hip-hop, loving Hip-Hop Miami and stuff. And I'm like, do you, boo-boo, okay? But me, personally, um, I look at things from a consumer's perspective, a personality perspective, and as a former, not former, but as a music artist myself, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, if that's the type of music you like, great if that's what you want to put out there because marketing wise is genius great but at the same time i'm just hoping and waiting that we still get more variety because just because we're a female artist does not mean we all have to stay in a box when it comes to the men there's a variety and i'm just hoping and waiting for the female rappers to bring that variety as well yeah you know so you have something for everybody Mm great So Miss I know you've done a lot in your career and you're a hard worker, so I am not surprised. but what are some other things you have on your entertainment or business bucket list that you're hoping to achieve?
0: hmm I really want to i'm I'm a red carpet girl you know i'm I'm a classic hollywood i I grew up with my grandparents um my mom was killed when I was younger, so that's mm-hmm. another story but um you know dad and i that's my best friend and and being you know reared by older people you know you tend to be kind of mature more mature and you may like more things that black and white for example you know what i mean like literally they, like those black and white films i love those so um i did i saw a lot of of hollywood the old hollywood um you know movies and pictures and award shows and i always wanted to do that so i would say on my bucket list i want to host one of those i want to host an ama uh, mm-hmm. I want to host some kind of award show that mm-hmm. is on my bucket list. I mean, I've i've done BET, that's off. Um,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know what I mean? I, I've had a show that could have gone on MTV that still can. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a simple person now. I'm not, you know, well, I'm in my mind in my 20s, but you know, physically yeah. not. So, you know, I'm getting to a, towards that stage where I'm like, okay, I'm kind of want to be more settled, you know what I'm saying? So but that's not limited to two things that I could do in other in other places, and um just to be a contender to be able to go out there and do that, that is definitely the top of my bucket list somebody's red carpet or at somebody's podium hosting the show. <laughs>
1: I would not be surprised if that's happening because clearly you have the personality, the professionalism and the life that they need to do things like that. So I'm looking forward to that happening. I'm just being honest, you know, cause I, I read people, I study people, you know, I do like therapy sessions with people and I'm like, you know, you have it. Clearly you already know this, but as a newcomer to you and your kingdom, I'm just letting you know <laughs> that
0: and I think you're doing such an awesome job too. And for for you, you've you've interviewed some pretty big people, so that's dope. You know what I mean? Like I want to be like you when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. I, mean, I I'm I am excited. I'm excited. You know, and it's a beautiful thing to just pick their brains. Now, some of them I can't from, but I'm not going to mention their names. They're a little dull. Um, they're a little set in their okay. ways. That's why. I um, mm-hmm. But some people, they get starstruck, right? I'm like, look, at the end of the day, I don't care who you are. It's all about what we're here for. You know, like some of the artists, you know, we being um, part of the the fleet DJs and part of multiple DJ coalitions, you know, it's my job to critique your music, let you know my opinion. And some of the mainstream artists, they're not very fond of my Mm -hmm. opinion. And I tell them in all due respect, you're here to get my opinion. I don't care about your credits. I don't care about your accolades. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you ate last night. At the end of the day, it's all about how I feel about the one song that you're presenting to me. Whether you're independent or you are mainstream, I'm just going to critique the song for exactly what it is. Exactly. If you have a thousand and this one is whack, I'm going to let you know, this ain't cutting it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Some <Absolutely.
1: laughs> um, get it. You,
0: and you, you think that because they are on this stature, um, you're supposed to automatically like it. Nope. Mm-mm. i'm not a yes man i never will be and that's that you know uh to each his own you know sometimes you f- some people feel like they have to do or say things to adhere to somebody else's request or demand or stroke their ego never been me never will be me so mm-hmm. i think that's what makes us um good at what we do you know what i mean just to be fair so
1: mm-hmm. absolutely but the one thing i've noticed about them and i'm not sure if you notice too is a lot of the Older ones that's trying to come back out, it's mm-hmm. not that you're coming back out and giving us the essence of you, they're coming back out trying to keep up with the, the new generation, the new cats. Why, <laughs> this
0: is what we know you about. Stick to that, mm-hmm. Tweak it a bit, make it a little bit more relevant, but you don't have to change your whole demeanor. You know? mm-hmm. We don't know at this point. Who are you? You exactly. sound like somebody totally different. We don't know, so Mm-mm. I think that's a that is the thing. With some of those artists, you know, of maybe my era, the big ones that would, you know, would, would have been kind of on the level of the ones that are now on that level. Um Back in like, you know, early 2000s and everything like that's mm-hmm. what Y'all are trying to do what these young kids are doing and you're frustrated because. But that's not your era. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like stick to your format, you know, make it relevant, but stick to your format. So we know who you are. Absolutely. You know
1: Absolutely. We already know you have the talent. We've been a fan of you for years. Exactly. So do you be you and trust me, you're going to work. But some of them in their mind is at the end of the day, I have fans. They follow me regardless. So it doesn't matter. I'm like, no, it does matter because some of the fans may fade away. Exactly. So it's kind of funny. But let me get your um, opinion as as a consumer, as well as a radio personality. Now, I know you notice when it comes to songs, Back in the day, they used to be eight to 12 minutes long, right? Right now, they are two and a half to three and a half. What just happened to life?
0: Well, being on the radio and the commercial in the radio, mm-hmm. um, just off the top of my head, because I can't, you know, officially answer that question. But you're right. A lot of those songs have gone down severely into, you know, you'll get you'll be lucky if you have, I'm looking at my at the rundown now, you'll be lucky if you have a song that's, you know, four minutes long.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: um, I think the biggest thing is is market, it's marketing because even with the radio station like what we do, um, which is again commercial radio, um, we have paid sponsorships. We have not paid sponsorships, but we have paid advertising. Mm-hmm. So, you know we have to do a certain amount of commercials in between the songs. you know, I know people want, and that's the biggest thing people say uh when they compare uh satellite radio to commercial radio. Oh, mm-hmm. we don't want to hear all those commercials. we don't want to do this, but at the end of the day, you're gonna hear some kind of advertising that's just what it goes on either one yes, um, but I think that's the reason why, just to stick to the question, I think that's the reason why they cut those songs down so much is because advertising didn't have time to put their things in you, you didn't have you know enough space you know what i mean literally you didn't have enough space so i think that is what a lot of these commercial these uh radio stations went back to um you know the label heads and said hey y'all need to start cutting this down some because we got to get our advertising in there like we have to get our money we have to make money too you see what i'm saying Absolutely. so i'm thinking and that's just me outside looking in now there could be other reasons and maybe that some of these artists just don't have it like the old ones did. That part of me says that too.
1: They <laughs> stuck after the first verse.
0: <laughs> just looking from a fair, you know, I try to be fair, from a fair eye, I think that would probably
1: be the most, the biggest thing why they had to cut it down. Absolutely. And to be honest, I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you think about it, I'm like, hmm, that makes sense. Because of course, they don't like, I don't understand why they won't play. I'm like, well, because you don't know the business. You know, advertisements and stuff that's what pays the bills, that's what keeps the lights on. So, they have to play it whether you like it or not. You don't understand it, so stop complaining, do your research, and then you can find out Google is your best friend, okay? And then at the same time, even in the club, you know, as DJs, we don't play the whole song because we got a mix in scratch and you know, segue to the next one. So, now they think, okay, if the radio is not playing the full songs anymore, if the DJs are not playing the full songs anymore why are we even making all these long songs and i'm just like no you got to realize too you still want to cater to your fans right they want to hear long songs if they're a genuine fan they like with me personally i'm like it's not just about the radio it's not just about um the djs and the fans but even paying homage to the producers who took the time to create such a masterpiece if they you know made a masterpiece and you don't even get a chance to digest it you right. know, enjoy it, to really tell a whole story. It's kind of like speed dating, you know? It's not like a real date when you go from this moment to that moment. It's like speed dating songs. The phases of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I'm just like, yeah. And then now it's not just new generation. It's everybody. Like one mainstream artist that I just interviewed. Okay, it's not really negative, so I can say her name. So we just interviewed Maya, right? And, you know, I've always been a fan of Maya since her first CD. For, I played it so much that it popped. You know, but I enjoyed it. And um her newest song that she came out with, I looked at the timing of it, and it said two minutes and 45 seconds. Right? I'm yeah, like oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm lying. Am I lying? Am I lying? I think it said, yeah, two minutes and 45, 45 seconds, something like that. But then it stopped at like 215 and then it was like instrumental a little bit so i'm like so technically your song is only like two minutes not even a two and a half i'm like dang because she did a quick verse and a hook quick verse and hook, and then a little beat and then that was it and i'm like why does it sound like an album snippet like what happens in the rest of the song but they're getting so comfortable with it that it's just, it is what it
0: is. Well, you know, and that's, that's another example of what we were just saying earlier, as far as trying to, uh, trying to match up with what these new artists and this new generation is doing. Um, I like to have make the reference to uh, the microwave. You know, everybody's saying that this is the microwave generation because they like to do everything quickly. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's another reason too. Uh, that's just the generation that we're around right now they move so fast Um, everything is right here on your phone this is actually a computer you know that you can talk on you know what I mean so at the end of the day um, because of that we get our information so much quickly now Um, everything just moves fast and I think that's that's a lot of the reason too why you know the artistry is kind of being torn away from but the thing is um, you have people for seasons and we'll start seeing some of these people fade away and then you'll see some other people come in you mm-hmm. know what I mean? that's just how the cycle of music goes but it takes you as an artist to find your niche and to continue to recycle yourself and market yourself and you know be long lasting and that's contingent on you as an artist you know what i mean so yeah. i think um i think that's the best way to describe it i hate that And I, you know, I love Maya, and I'm pretty sure whatever she's working on is going to be great. But Mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, if I could tell anybody that's a main or or a major artist or has ever been a major artist, just stick to your format, Mm -hmm. make it relevant, make
1: it new, but stick to your format. Absolutely. Because I'm like jamming to it, right? Hey. And then I was like, like, I thought something was wrong with my computer. I I said, Oh, it's over.
0: I was like... That um, is crazy. Yeah, yeah, I was like,
1: uh, you got to do it for the fans. For the fans but, you know, you got to do the whole marketing thing. And like you said, it's it's popcorn or microwavable or whatever. So I yeah. <laughs> so tell people, do a radio version, but when it comes to the actual project, cater to your fans and have longer versions of it. That's right. You I know?
0: like that. I was going to say that too. I would make it to where... If you're going to have it extended or you want have an extended version, but put it on your album, have Mm -hmm. a radio. That's that's all the purpose for having these different compartments. Hey, put it on this one for that radio. Keep it short and sweet, but give your fans something. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I love it.
1: I love it. So since you were OG in the game, it's time for the wow moment. We need some words of wisdom, a few of them. One as a personality to some newcomers, like I said, right now, podcasters and personalities are popping up everywhere. Yeah. So, um no going off on my phone. Hold on. I, <laughs> on phone. Okay, let me stop it. Okay, sorry about that. It's okay. Um, where's the wisdom for them?
0: Um, um for anybody who is uh in or interested in becoming a personality, I would say um study your craft find somebody who has been a vet in the game um kind of try to mimic them mm-hmm. and incorporate yourself into it though because you never want to find yourself in a position where you're marketing yourself like somebody that you're not and mm-hmm. it just doesn't work for you because a lot of times you could be talented but it's because you're trying so hard to be like this other person that you're mm-hmm. not you into it Absolutely. so just just making sure that hey I know who I am. I know who I want to kind of study. Uh, But at the same time, I need to find my my road and Mm -hmm. drive down it and make sure that I perfect on it. So just just bring a personality is what it is. It's a personality and on air talent or on air personality is you shining your talent and your personality to people. So just making sure that you you stick to that format. That's it.
1: Beautiful. OK, the next wow moment, where's the wisdom, is to music artists who, you know, they want to get their music played. How does that work and everything?
0: Yes. This is Hollywood J. Taylor coming in, everybody. Sorry. That's- it's fine. But uh, you're going to you do your work, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going yeah. yeah, to start the show. OK. Yeah, yeah. OK, so what was the wow moment again? I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: The with this one is for music artists who really want to get the music out there and being heard. Um. Be willing to take
0: some sacrifices. Um, be willing to utilize your local radio stations. Um, try your best to find somebody who is just as passionate as you are, because we say all the time we don't need anybody or we don't need this or we don't need that. But if you're an artist, you do need, you need to formulate a team. You know what I mean? That's just because you cannot uh, do it correctly. If you don't have some moving parts, because it's no way possible. You can do everything by yourself. Absolutely. So make sure that you're taking advantage of the people who are actually interested in you that believe in you, Mm -hmm. because you have people that, Have their own reasons. You you know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, Have somebody around you that, you know, is hanging on to you to see how far you go and then try to take their own, you know, your reins from there and do their thing. Mm -hmm. You need to make sure that those people who you put around yourself and surround yourself are actually there for you. So um, taking advantage of that and just make great music. You know what I mean? Make some great music. Um, Listen to what's going on out here. But an artist is just that. You're an artist. You know what I mean. You are creating your sound. So don't be afraid to—no pun intended—step outside of the the box. Box. (laughs) Uh, Don't be afraid to step outside the box. Just just do it. Just go for it.
1: Absolutely. Okay. And the last wow of the day is to entrepreneurs, preferably women who are like you, like a superwoman who's like a mom and a wife, and like I said, entrepreneur. Where's the wisdom for them?
0: Um try to prioritize your time. Mm-hmm. It's very hard uh, to be all of that. It's not impossible though. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that we kind of lose sight of, especially if you find yourself still wanting to be or still having dreams out there that you feel like you have not obtained. Um, and you still want to go for it. Or if you're already in the middle of it, you have to prioritize your time. And what is that to me? It may be different to you, but to me, it's God, Mm. it's my husband and my family. And then I'm up there too, because I have to put myself first. And I think that's another thing people don't do. Always keep you first. Mm. Never lose yourself into anybody, you know what I mean? But still being able to keep those things at the top of the tier. If you do that, um, it may be hard again, be willing to work for it, be willing to take some nose. Mm-hmm. Be willing to take some mistakes and, and either make lemonade or make tea out of it. Whatever you want to make out. Be able to handle rejection, but be able to know your road to success and be focused on that. Mm-hmm. Because if you stay on the road, there's no way that you won't get there. It may not You may not get there when you want to, but eventually you will get there. Just stay the course. I know that's
1: right. No, this is a time before we wrap up that you can say whatever you want to the new fans and listeners. I know. <laughs> so well, thank
0: you everybody for for tuning in and um, you know, listening to me ramble and us ramble rather. And um I don't know. The word the words of wisdom that I always leave people with is um okay. That's Jay Taylor, y'all. Look at her. And, um <laughs>
1: Hi. um
0: But the words of wisdom that I always leave when I get off my show is, you know, he who he who angers you controls you, and the best revenge is success. So it's all of what I said. You know what I mean? If you allow people to take you outside of your zone, meaning that anything that causes you to become something that you that you don't normally embody,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: get rid of it. Don't let people control you. If you're angry about something, that means they're controlling you, right? Mm, Yes. Angry. So they're controlling you. They have the control. Take the control back. Don't mm-hmm. think about it. Go forward and succeed. Mm-hmm. And that way, you have no other way but to, I
1: ain't going
0: to say it. Can I cuss? Yeah. That you can shit on them. You feel me?
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's been an absolute pleasure interviewing you today. Thank you so you much. definitely give me life. So tell the people exactly where they can find you on social media.
0: Um, you can find me on all social medias uh, at D-T-H-E-N-I-K-O-L-E. Like you see it up here on the screen. Mm-hmm. Nicole K. Everything is Nicole K. At D-Nicole K. So Okay,
1: beautiful. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you here on the T Quest show. I know you gotta go and now you're holding up your laptop and everything. So I appreciate Yeah, that. I had to get up out the studio because he's
0: on air, about to get ready to go on to the you know afternoon show. But anyway, you guys be sure you tune in each and every weekend, 10 to 2, right here on 965, the box. You and you know, we will be on there around the way doing my thing.
1: <laughs> you it's been a pleasure we'll talk and we'll network and i'll let you know exactly i'm coming up there once again shout out to dj special k another fleet dj like box that's and right and TV.
0: also dj kane you gotta gotta Absolutely. make sure you include him because he's a fleet dj too he's actually our assistant programming director as well okay so, yeah and he still does mixes and he still does the show so. I know that's
1: right. It's a special shout out to him too. And of course, the Dutch is not cold I a cold. Know.
0: You know? I know. My cash my Dutchess, my Dutch, my Berksy, my real doing the <laughs> work bag over there. Hey. Thank you for putting this together. Love you so much and excited to continue to work with you. And you know, you've you been rocking for almost 10 years now, so ain't no stopping now. <laughs> that's, that, that's family. That is for
1: the sure. Same right so I appreciate you coming on the T Quest show, and we will connect. And then when your show is highlighted, you'll definitely see the notification on your IG, okay? All right. Thank All you right. so much. you later. All right. Bye. Once again, you guys, this is another T Quest show. Special shout out to Nicole k in Arkansas. Like I know, you guys already know, you never know who's going to be on the t-quest show and um that was fun that was awesome you know what i'm saying she's super dope super talented and once again shout out to theDuchess.co for um connecting us together and you guys know i appreciate each and every one of you guys for tuning in because you don't have to everything you do in life is optional but for the fact that you wanted to tune in to the t-quest show that definitely warms my heart but once again The show is over until next time, but if you haven't already, make sure you go follow me on all social media platforms at TQuest download your TQuest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store, and make sure you hit me with the five stars, I've been holding that five stars strong forever. So let's keep that going and write me a review. I like to hear from you guys. You know what I'm saying? And make sure you sign up for my mailing list on my website, guylovingworld.com. If you need any of my services, the whole list of 37 of them is actually on the contact page on my website. So make sure you go and do that. And you know, too, at the same time, this radio personality, this journalist, fashion designer, cosmetic line owner, brand manager. PR person and everything is a music artist as well. So make sure you go and stream my music until next time. I love you guys.